Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. Hi, this is Mainstream Mike. <laughs> there you go. As I've, I've been told, I'm called now. You got a nickname. It's okay. <laughs> very, very untrue. I don't know. That's okay. I like the comment that you made about the new season two, I guess you could say, intro to the podcast. Very Castlevania 4. Yeah, it's cool. It's very funny. Well, you know, it's very over exaggerated. That's why it's fun. Well, I just needed to change it up for the new season of the show. I don't know why I keep saying season. We're not a show, like a TV show. The podcast it could be a a season. Well, hey, wrestling. Well, WWE they call it episodic, whatever the fuck that means. I think that just means like episode to episode. Well, this is episodic. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. Call it that. So this week we are back. It's good enough for them. It's good enough for you and I. I guess so. Right. I, mm, I don't know about that. So no. this week we are back with Return of the Living Dead, a 1985 punk rock zombie classic, uh, horror zombie classic, uh, comedy zombie, zombie comedy classic. Yeah, it's even a little meta, too. Yeah, well, it's definitely a self-aware. A lot going on. Yeah, I like it. It's a cool movie. Oh, yeah. So this was released on August 16th, 1985. And apparently it was filmed July 9th, 1984 into October. Um, This is very 80s. So I can see it being that like early to mid 80s shooting period. Like that totally makes sense to me. Oh, this is the height of all fun things 80s almost. You would say this is the peak of the 80s? Maybe a little, maybe a little later because I'm more of a thrash metal guy. But (laughs) this is around, yeah, no. You can say 85, 86. You can, yeah. say, you can say that's the peak of it. Yeah. So I would give it that. You're right. So yeah. this was made on a budget of $4 million. It made $14.2 million, So it was successful financially. It, it at least tripled its money. It was, um, it was the most popular of the, the big three of 85, right? Meaning this reanimator and day. It made the most money, I think, out of all of those. Because it was probably the most fun one of the yeah, three. Yeah, I would say this would this was more of a more mainstream, I guess you could say, right? What you, like you, more? You more think of, Romero, though, based on Dawn, though, yeah, but, but dude, not that, the movie, but not, the, not 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 the day, not day, obviously. Yeah, that movie is very, you know, well, it's a downer movie. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not like a zombie action, kicking doors down and you know, flying in helicopters to a mall and. All this shit. It's no, it's more real. It's what what happened. It's more you know? realistic. Like you're you're stuck with these people that you fucking hate. Yeah, you just, you just fucked. Yeah, 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 I like that. Yeah, I like movies that are downers <laughs> like that. It's fun. This has a downer ending. Spoiler alert. This does have a downer ending, but I enjoy it. <laughs> interesting, the ending with the tone of the movie overall. Yeah, well, they, which I didn't see coming when I first saw the movie. You didn't think I thought that it was weird. You you didn't think that that was gonna be the? Uh, I assumed it was, but it was just I don't know. It was jarring to me when I first saw the movie. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It's you know when you're younger, you probably don't uh, appreciate it as I, much. I'm just just giving you uh, 
how I felt. So how I felt. Jarring. <laughs> jarring is that Mike was shocked. That's the word of the day, like with the one the couch and what's the name of the couch in Pee Wee's home? Cherry? Playhouse? Cherry or couchy, some shit like cherry. that. Cherry. It's cherry. Yeah. So it's yelling. Oh, he's gotta bring Rob Zombie shit up, right? Hey, I'm just <laughs> I, I, Did you see three from hell? I enjoy. Three from hell is gonna be fun. They're re-releasing it. Apparently it did well enough. Three from hell did well. Is it like a full run or just a night? No, I don't know. They said it was going to be re-released. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Ugh. You're in shock. Because I don't, I don't get it. So I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand why these movies weren't full releases, even well, thir- even thirty one. This is the thing, also with that. They say, okay, it did really well in this like three day thing. It's like, yeah, but. You only had like nine showings of the movie. What is that, a bullshit <laughs> you know? test screening? What is that supposed to be? Well, you know what I mean? That all the hardcore fans are going to go to those. Of course it's going to do well. No, but, but my, then- my point with this guy is ever since to me, Hack. ever since he did the Halloweens, like these movies haven't been like nationally released. And I don't get why. Lords of Salem should have got a national release. That's a great movie. I didn't see that till, uh on demand. What did you think of it though? I like that one. I do. That's his best movie, I feel. I think because it's just not that, like, stupid, as opposed to, say, 31. Well, I feel feel for him, it's more of his riskiest movie, because it's not the same old... Meaning that, you know, it ain't the same hillbilly bullshit. Oh, it's not like, oh, fuck your mother, I'm gonna fuck your mother. It's his most most riskiest work. I think it's his best. That I like, and The Devil's Reject. Those are the two that I like. Yeah, well, uh, I like House of a Thousand Corpses, though. That was cool. A lot of people do. A lot of people prefer that. I I like that one over The Devil's Rejects, except I like DDP and The Devil's Rejects. That was pretty good. It's a good bounty hunter. So this film was directed by Dan O'Bannon, who co-wrote Dark Star with John Carpenter. So you knew this guy already had uh, an in, or at least uh, he knew what he was doing, right? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, uh, Well, he didn't really know what he was doing, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm fucking saying. But uh, I didn't know that he did special computer effects for Star Wars, and that would have been, what, 70, 77, I guess? Well, he did Dark Star into Star Wars into Alien. Yeah, he wrote Alien. Right, 1979. He says he got fucked out of a lot of it. I don't know. I don't because, know well, who he, you co-wrote, believe, he co-wrote that, didn't he? Yeah, but what is Alien without Ridley Scott? I don't care who wrote it. Well, yeah, that's... No? No, I agree. He also co-wrote Dead and Buried. I yeah. forgot about that movie. Yeah, 1981. I've and seen he, that. I like that movie. He, did, he did you know that. he co-wrote Total Recall? <laughs> no. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's fun. See, like, I wonder what, like, extent does it mean? Like, oh, like, oh, did good. you just have a few ideas or... Well, that's what I mean. This can get very lost in translation. Well, here, this is how it's going to happen. This is going to be relevant up next. The story <sighs> of this was originally conceived by John A. Russo, who you would know as the writer of Night of the Living Dead, right? Uh-huh. Now, apparently, he came up with the idea, came up with the story, but what was filmed and the you know the eventual final product is not really close to what his... Uh, screenplay or whatever was so good for him sort of I guess no but (laughs) yeah good and bad he also wrote the majorettes that was like late 80s (laughs) 1988 Um, but this is where the whole title to drop on somebody (laughs) 
just bought it uh, <laughs> naturally. <laughs> I think uh, I believe their name was Orbit DVD and <laughs> somewhere in the Carolinas. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> oh boy! Hey, sometimes you got to travel for hey. this. No, I didn't travel. They're mailing it to me. So um, this is kind of relevant to you know our whole podcast, I guess. So John A. Russo wrote Night of the Living Dead, and there was a dispute about who owned the series, right? Who owned the name of Night of the Living Dead or of the Dead, Living uh-huh. Dead? So it was him and Romero. So obviously, George Romero got... I'm looking at my... Got... The, of, he, of the Dead. Wait, they split it? Yeah, so George Romero could have Of <laughs> the Dead, you know, dead films... <laughs> So I was trying. Re- to, I was computing this in my head like Homer Simpson. Yeah, no, no. Oh, yeah. Like my brain just floated out of my head, but I was listening to that. As I was trying, I was trying to. I was trying to. I'll throw down a big word. I was trying to ascertain what the statement meant, and as my brain floated back into my head, I figured out that they split it. Yeah. So they came with an I agreement. Like, uh. So Romero ended up making, you know, obviously Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Fucking Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, uh-huh. and Survival of the Dead. And McDonald's of the Dead. Everything's of the Dead. <laughs> Everything's of the Land Dead. Land of the Dead was okay. Yo, can Victor Miller and Cunningham do that? Like one can have Friday the, the other can have 13th. Can't they like split <laughs> just, the shit I like that? I just want to see 13th part three. I just want to see a, a like a relevant Jason. Part I, I want to see a relevant Jason movie. Would, would you would you really think like going into 2020, the way the pace was going, would you think Halloween would have more movies than Friday the Thirteenth? Three movies, dude, that's fucking crazy. It's tied up, man. We're probably not going to get that shit for a long time. Yo, LeBron James, you got to hook a brother up. <laughs> yeah, he's too you started yeah, the producer, yeah, yeah, right? Produce that shit. Yeah, <laughs> the next uh, Mustafa Khad, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> LeBron <laughs> yeah. James, yeah, he's coming it. to the rescue. Yeah, do it, bro. I'll, dude, if he's able to resurrect that franchise, I'll buy a LeBron James Yo. jersey because. I keep sending you that video, the LeBron James. Yeah, yeah, LeBron. <laughs> LeBron James. No, I'm not a LeBron hater. He's doing it. He's not as good as Jordan, though, but I'm not, I'm not a LeBron hater. <laughs> okay, so now something more relevant to the movie tonight. There's the Living Dead series, right? So we got Return of the Living Dead 1, Return of the Living Dead 2, which I really like, but that's a polarizing movie, apparently. A lot of people don't like it. I think it's entertaining it's obviously not like this but it's hard to separate the characters i feel the two the leads well i i uh, we'll we'll get into that um there was also return of the living dead part three which was very grunge early 90s and then there was four and five i think it was necropolis and rave from the grave rave from the grave huh i watched both of those That's when they title. they played them back to back on some night uh like maybe like an october thing on the sci-fi channel i don't remember when the fuck it was rave from the grave yeah it's very late 90s watch that at thing. my friend alan's house what's up alan where, where you at true <laughs> i want to watch that one you no you don't oh yeah I, I may want to so one really big thing about this movie is the soundtrack and the score yeah right? both are great so the score was done by Matt Clifford, who I saw he apparently like toured with Guns N' Roses or something at some point. I don't know. But uh, would you As rather what? talk? I don't know. I couldn't find out. Oh. Uh, would you rather talk about the soundtrack when we get into the movie? I think it goes hand in hand with the movie. So, yeah. I think okay. it's more when All you right. get into All the right. movie. 
So uh, we got a couple notable people in this film. Usually, you know, oh, nobody nobody did anything after this. Not so with this. Yeah, there's some funny funny characters in this. Clue Gulliger is Bert. <laughs> <laughs> James Karen is Frank. Don Kaffa as Ernie. And then here we go. Now we're going to go the Friday the 13th route. My favorite route. Well, also, well, Clue Gulliger was in Nightmare 2. Well, I was going to say, I, I have a debate on which is more funny that he was in Nightmare 2. Or the other dude, Ernie, was the assassin in Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> so I, I debate which one is more fun for me. The Friday ones are fun, too. It's very hard. Okay, well, here's the Friday ones. We have Tom Matthews, who plays Freddy, our main um, zombie, I guess, technically. I think Freddy's the main character, almost. Yeah, well, it's his story, pretty Sub-main much. Sub-main character, yeah. Actually, who the fuck is in the main character? It's pretty much Freddy. It's his job. He he started it, and he's like really. But it kind of turns into Burke, though. Yeah. Uh, well, let's keep going. Uh, we got huh. Miguel Nunez Jr. as Spider. That's a Demon fun entry from Part Five. The fun entry. Um, we have Mark Venturini as Suicide Victor. That's Part a, Five. That's a very fun entry. Linnea Quigley as Trash. The. Mm-hmm. Beautiful Linnea Quigley in her. This is prime Linnea time. Yeah, to me, I like her, I like her in in this, and I also like her a lot in Silent Night Deadly Night. Oh yeah, well a, she gets the the antlers. Yeah, right. So uh, now we also have here we go. This one's this one's for you, Mike. Brian Peck as Scuzz, who was sentenced to jail time for being a fucking pedophile. Really? Yeah, Scuzz is a pedo. Is Scuzz the one with the mohawk. Yeah, piece of shit. Wow. I hope he rots in hell. What a what a cast of characters! Yeah, here. what a what a what a way to go after this. You turn into a fucking asshole. I just don't know. I don't know which one is connected better. to Brian Singer. All that shit, like real fucked up shit. Really? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So, what do you say we play the trailer and we'll get into this one? True. dark of the night something strange is going on you see that movie night of the living dead sure well say hello the dead Risen from the grave. Mister, there's a hundred of those things out there. How many did you say? A hundred. And now the question is, how do we get them back into the ground? Bert, Frank, we have a little problem. Four left, ten right. No. Puzzle, because technically you're not alive. Why do you eat people? Not people, brains. How do you kill something that's already dead? Well, how do I know, Fred? I don't know. Let me think. It's 
Not a bad question, Bert. In that movie, they destroyed the brain to kill him. Is that what they did? The brain, right? Brains. is nervous. The police are confused. Send more cops. It worked in the movie! Well, it ain't working now. Bring the movie line! It's not a bad question, Bert. It's not a bad question, Bert. It's not a bad question, Bert. The return. If that trailer doesn't make you want to see the movie, then uh, I, I really, I feel bad for you. You have terrible taste. Oh, wait, we have bad taste. We are bad taste. I have very bad taste. A lot of, a lot of avenues. Yeah, well, so do I, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, before we start, why don't you give us a synopsis to this film? Yeah, I, I, I wrote one in my notebook. Oh, yeah. he can read I and can, he can write. And I can write and I can articulate So sometimes. <laughs> All right, here's what I have. <clears throat> <laughs> Frank attempting to show off to his new co-worker Freddy unbeknownst to him releases a zombie plague that is unstoppable you could have just stopped that zombie plague <laughs> oh, okay um, that's alright I like that though yeah it's okay I like it no that's a good uh, that's a good uh, synopsis for this film so Mike, would you say um, this is more of a horror comedy or a comedy movie with horror in it? Or because there's a lot of jokes in this. But I think being that the, there's some very brutal gore and not some funny moments, it's more it's of a horror, horror comedy. Yeah, what the fuck am I saying? I think it's more of a horror movie. You think it's a straight horror? But no, it's not. Obviously, it's not straight horror, but it's more of a it's a horror comedy. Like you would consider this a horror movie over a comedy. So, like, like if you were gonna put these like in a, in a fucking VHS store, this wouldn't be in the comedy section. No, 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 of section. course not. So this uh, group of characters in this, the uh, main cast that we have here, they're all very likable, right? Except the pedophile. The cast is good. I think the cast is really strong. I can see why this was the most popular one for the time period because it it captures I f- I think the the feel of the eighties the the most. The sign of the, out of the uh, three, meaning reanimator and day of the dead. You think that this is like way more? Um, what would they call it's it? More of a like, sign of the times. This, yeah, yeah, This yeah, captures yeah. the time period. This, like, we've got to show a time capsule of this time period as a movie of the three. This is the one you'd pick, obviously. Yeah, it has a little bit of like every subculture. Like, there's you know the punk, like the hardcore punk guy, like fucking suicide, who's like totally serious about it. You got like. Um, What's what's uh, Freddie's girlfriend's name? Um, Tina. Tina. She's like kind of normal, right? Like she's she's on the fringe. She yeah. wants she wants a taste. Freddie's like in between. He's wearing a jacket that says "fuck you." No, no, Freddie. Freddie's in it. He's doing it. Well, like he's not like over the top. And then like even there's the girl. She's like new wave, and the other guy is yeah. kind of like uh, he's a new wave guy too. Yeah, it's you know there's a little bit of everything. Yeah, uh, I really really like the suicide character, and I'm kind of mad that he gets killed so early in the movie. 
even though his death is good, it's very entertaining and the gore is great there. But I really wish he would have stayed like, you know, I think, alive. I think they killed the the two best ones off very quickly, being him and Leanna's character. Well, she needed she needed to turn into a zombie because she kills like the bum. Yeah, I know, but I thought they could, they could have prolonged it and still got your zombie shit in with her, I think. What sucks is that there's no interaction between her and her friends. Why? No, she just kills basically all the paramedics and cops, right? Yeah, it's all like she's like runs into the one scene. She kills like the wino, like fucking pushing the cart. Like when, um, the, like when the head gets all big. Yeah, yeah. Her jaw <laughs> like elongates. Like yeah. A, why? It's a skill, baby. It, it happens like you're like a snake when you become a zombie. I don't, well, zombies feel pain, man. They do, as as that cadaver said. Dude, why do I that love? That's gross. <laughs> it had this like stuff like dripping off of it. it looks disgusting. Well, you you notice at like the bottom, it's like dripping spinal fluid. Like Is that what's at the bottom. That's what it looked like. That's like gross. it was like wet. It's gross. Um, I really like Miguel Nunez's character in this because he's pretty much demon. He plays like the same character. Well, when you think of that guy, do you think of him more as this guy or a demon? I think of him more as this guy. Really? Yeah, I do like part five, but I really, I, I see him as Spider. Well, he's got more, he's got, excuse me, he's got more going on as Spider. Yeah, well, and he's Friday got more. five, he's really just known for taking a shit. Yeah, and getting stabbed and crying. Getting stabbed, taking a shit <sighs> and crying. What about the whole Burton or anything, which is not, that was a coincidence. That was not meant to be some sort of fucking stupid thing, but, uh. I really like the fact that uh, that like they're supposed to be like old buddies. Like this guy has this chemical fucking supply company, the Darrow Chemical Supply Company, right? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like what was that? The what was the uh, the one that made Agent Orange? Uh, oh, Dow. I, I think it was the Dow. I have no fucking no idea. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like you could tell, like they have like a long a long lasting relationship. <laughs> Boy, but um. The Don Kaffa character, Ernie, he's <laughs> they said like it's he's supposed to be supposed to be like an ex Nazi. He's got They throw it out there, I think. I don't want to say very thick, but it's thrown out there. It's pretty funny. I don't know, like the char- his character is funny to me. I think he's like, I, I think he's anything I've seen him in is funny. I've seen him in something else too besides Weekend at Bernie's. He's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. I like his reactions to everything yeah, in this. He's, he's wearing like the tracksuit. Like yeah. that's hilarious to me. The hair is great. Everything's great. Yeah, like the white slicked back hair. Yeah. He's got the handgun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Clue Gulliger. Uh, yeah, Clue Gulliger, Dad from Nightmare Two, my favorite. <laughs> He plays his character really well, too. And you know what's funny? I feel like I've worked with every type of person in this movie. Because I I was, you know, I went to school for mortuary science, all that shit. So, like, you meet people like this guy. Like, he's just, like, laid back, like, doesn't give a shit. It's just a job. Yeah, it's just a job. You, uh-huh. you know, the, um, the Burt character, like, he's, like kind of a good guy he's your boss but he's like a fucking idiot you know what i mean like he never really has control of anything and then also like um i don't know how much of a good guy he is he may he may be a little bit of a piece of shit well also that gold chain dude you had to have worked with a frank character like a frank guy this movie i was gonna say this movie does a great job of 
it's not that it stereotypes people, but I feel it has a it does a great job of showing personality types and traits, yeah, like relatable ones. Yes, like oh, I know that the guy. The character's very w- well written, even even from the even from the, the group of punks. Like you, you, you always got that one friend that's too serious. You got yeah, that one friend that's a fucking idiot. You yeah, got the that one who's one... a try hard. Like yeah, they, they, there's a good like they have a good way of describing it. Yeah, it does, no, it that's does a good job. <laughs> the characters are well written, and and it's a very, very thought provoking characters, which you don't really get in these movies. I really like when Frank is telling uh, Freddy the story of Night of the Living Dead, and he says it takes place in 1969, so he's full of shit. Oh yeah! Oh, when they're at the, oh, when they're at the de- oh, when they're talking at the desk, yeah, yeah, yeah. showing off to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I like also when he's uh, after they get sprayed with the gas from the uh, the tar man canister. Uh, he goes to call him, and like before he makes the phone call, he like he's like he like rubs it, like fixes his shirt, like puts his hair back and everything. Uh, hello. For- <laughs> He really plays that character really well. It's just it's it's like so relatable. I've worked with that guy. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Everybody, like you said, I feel everybody has kind of worked with these characters because of the personality. They get, he really O'Bannon really nails the personality traits. Sort of because we I don't really know. Well, I'm saying you know, well that would have been a Russo thing. So, nah, that would have been whoever rewrote this. Did O'Bannon rewrite this? I said it's debatable, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the credit. Well. Whoever did it, it's gonna a, throw they, him, did, a, gonna they throw, did a good job. They throw him the bone. Another good thing, which I want to know if he was the one behind this, the soundtrack. Pretty much loaded with uh, 80s new wave punk fucking bands that are now like legendary bands, right? You got the Cramps, the Dam, TSOL, SSQ, 45 Grave. Yeah, the soundtrack is interesting because it really... Like there's some real like at least to me powerhouse punk bands on here. Yeah, TSOL man. Stuff is really. I sick. got nothing but you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite song on this? Actually, no. Don't tell me first. What's your just your your favorite song? The SSQ one. You like that one the best? That's my. That's the best song on it. I feel. Yeah. Uh huh. I like the I like the forty five grave one a lot a lot a lot but it's I feel it's too I feel the other song is better. All right, so I mine. Do. I feel the other one's better. And the, all right, now also, what is your favorite use of a song in this, off the soundtrack? Use meaning like when it's playing in the movie. Doesn't necessarily have to be your favorite song because you know it's played at different times in the film and sometimes you're just fucking sitting there when it's playing. Okay. Yeah. You get it? Uh-huh. I, so I what's your mine. what's yours? Mine is when they do the opening shot establishing the punks with TSL. I was just going to say that's my favorite that's my song favorite. and that's my favorite yeah. shot, but uh-huh. it's only the instrumental. Yeah, there's no vocal for some reason. But, but yeah, you see them walking favorite. down the street. They got it playing on the boom box, right? It sets the tone for them and, and the scene. It's really sick. It looks very – they're supposed to be in what, Louisville, Kentucky? But it looks very California. You see, it's I, filmed in California, but it looks very California, except I, for one shot somewhere. I always feel that when you try to bo- portray like punk and metal people in movies, sometimes it comes across very badly. But I feel this does a like these this group of punk people. This seems authentic to me, and I feel another movie that does a great job of that is also SLC Punk. They do a great job of really portraying how you know it was how these people could be. I'm trying to think of like a, of a. Well, class of 1984. 
Yeah, that's good too. But that's um. To me, that's there. Do, do you feel that's better? To me, that's more realistic. Okay. Like they're not, you know, like when you thought of like the fucking bad kids at your school, like they weren't like where, you know, it wasn't like this. It was always like there was one like piece of shit looking like greaser <laughs> guy. There's one fucking like, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I really like class of 1984, which I just got class of 1999 from Video Eye <laughs> in Brooklyn. Check them out. I'll check him out. They're on the gram. He's on the gram. <laughs> Malcolm McDowell and that. I gotta watch that. Yeah, we'll we'll probably end up doing that. Maybe we'll do 1984 and 1999 on this. We'll do them back to back. That's hilarious. What do, you ever see Class of Newcomb High? That I've seen. Yeah. What do you think about yeah. that betrayal of like trauma punks? I mean, I don't, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I'm on. I don't know. The tone of it is weird for me a little bit. I'm trying to think of like other movies like with punk characters like that. You ever see Joysticks? No, I've never uh, seen that. The Vidiots in that? It's, it's, <laughs> it's a comedy. It's not like, it's like a teen sex comedy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what's like a... Interesting. Oh, The Beginning of Demons? What about that? That's pretty authentic. That probably was. They were probably just shooting these people. <laughs> yeah, that may have been real footage. So, you don't know about that movie. There's, there's some fucking... Good use of the Motley Crue song in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the, <laughs> mo- the movie within the movie... You see these fucking Italian guys ride the motorcycles into the graveyard, right? <laughs> Listen to the fucking Motley Crew. Listen to Save Us Souls. <laughs> Looking for Nostradamus' yeah. tomb. <laughs> Michael Suave. Oh, man. Powerhouse. I just, oh, that song makes me laugh. I love that. That's my favorite Motley Crew song. That, that <laughs> and, and um, what's it called? Too young to fall in love. Yeah, yeah. yeah those two songs. Yeah, you like that drum opening. Huh? Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the settings in this movie, Mike, the whole uh, resurrection cemetery. We have the warehouse and we have the funeral home. What do you think? This, yeah, the sets are good. I like. I think the best one they use is the um, cemetery. The cemeteries, but again, awesome. they don't spend enough time in there, though. They're only in there for like five to ten minutes. Yeah, well, they keep well, they really go back and forth because the group does split up, sort of, right? The movie kind of like shows yeah. you what's going on with um, who is it? You got Freddie, Bert, Ernie, Frank, right? And then what's her name, Tina? And Tina, and then you have who, uh, Miguel Nunez is with who. He eventually He's with like Scuzz and He's with Scuzz and the new, new age chicken guy But he eventually ends up They all end up m- meeting together But uh-huh. I really like when uh, When they open up the door Are you on drugs? Are you on PCP? So we have the movie playing right now feel As like, we're, as we're like going I feel this, like I wish This is one shot that I love <laughs> When they shoot like It's supposed to be like a Like you're going down into the grave But they really shoot it you know, going uh, what's it called horizontally? You know, yeah, that's a it's a camera trick. Mm-hmm. But they do one, and you see it like going down, and then you just see like the feet. And I have those shoes that the guy's wearing. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a great fun fact. Yeah, no, that is a fun fact. <laughs> oh wait, you know what I just remembered too? You know, it's a really good song on this. Uh, the soundtrack, the Rocky Erickson "Burn the Flame" song. What and scene then is that in? Frank putting his fucking wedding ring on the thing, oh, and then put, going yeah, into the yeah, furnace. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's another good scene and a good a good song. Good it's a great scene. scene. It's a great scene. Apparently, he thought of that. Really? Yeah, yeah. He thought of that. That was uh, that was his idea. 
good on him. Scene. Yeah, that yeah. was a good that was a good like moment like where he he didn't want to be a zombie, I guess. Now when you when you think of this character, like when you're watching this, do you see him as a guy in part two? Or you see him more as a guy in and you see him more as Frank? When like I always think of him as from this. Okay. But that's why I think a lot of people have a problem with the sequel. But I do like part two because I like his he's not as like uh what would you he's he's like a nice guy in this. Like he's just a fuck up, you know, they fucked up and whatever. But in part two, no, he's, he's a, a nice gra- guy, he's just an idiot. Yeah, he's a grave robber in part two. And he you know, he's got Tom Matthews with him again, right? I just think it causes too much confusion because like they were in the this one. Like, why are they in this and this character? It's like it's 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 weird for me. Well they at least Doesn't re- they reference it though. They say, Why does this feel so familiar? Like yeah, we've done this I, before. I don't, I don't I don't care. I like that, I like that movie. That yeah. I like the whole like um, suburban development kind of thing, like zombies and uh, like in your neighborhood. Could have worked differently if you had two different guys doing it. I think it's not that they did a bad job, but I feel when you're too, it's too identifiable. That was a major rental for me as a kid. How many years was that after this? What year is that? Eighty eight. Yeah, that's like eighty. Yeah, is it eighty eight? Yeah, it's eighty eight. So yeah, that's not. Nah, that's too soon. That's I don't know. I don't, I don't think that was too soon. Three years. That's soon. I don't agree Friday with the Thirteenth put out fucking one every other year. Not the every se- year, not the sequel, but they don't have the same fucking guy playing a different character. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Well, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven, seven, eight. Yeah. Right. Well, it's a little different. Though. <laughs> Goes to hell. Oh, <laughs> dude. Oh. That the ending of Jason Goes to Hell. When you first saw that as a kid, <laughs> don't tell me you didn't fucking come in your pants. It's cool as a kid, but when you watch it now, it just it sucks. I don't I don't know. You think that's cheesy now? You don't like it now as an adult? No, the laugh is stupid. I gotta say, I like Jason Goes to Hell more now than I did then. Oh, I'm not a fan of that. You gotta watch it as a different film, man. You can't think of it. I'm very good at like disassociating things. Issues with that. (laughs) You don't like the Duke. No, I like the Duke a lot. The Duke's a highlight. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a very he, highlight. But I hate the lead. The Jason sucks. There's that one kill where he splits the woman in half with the pole. That's awesome. The kills are it's surprisingly graphic and cool in that regard. But it's it's not a it's a it's not a fucking Jason movie. It's stupid. Uh, I like it. I'm not a fan of that. Movie. <laughs> now I like it. Uh, what about what about part three of the Return of the Living Dead Part Three? Do you like that? Do you remember that? Is that the cyborg you want, or is that four? Yeah, well, three like I remember the gang, part, the gang that, was that a mon- she like. That was a Monsters HD movie for me. I have seen it. Yeah, like the gang that she like bites ends up in like the uh, government facility, and uh, they got like all uh-huh. like the mechanical things on them and shit. It has some weird like 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 color shots in that, right? Like an Italian movie. Some scenes. I, uh, I th- with the green and red lighting is that the one I'm thinking about? I don't know. Or yellow and red lighting? Maybe I don't remember. a different one. I haven't watched it in a while. But maybe that's maybe that's um I, that one I could take or leave. I, I'll watch it if it's on TV. I actually no it no I do like that movie. It's it's good. It's just not the same as these. Um, this one actually is pretty. Uh, would you say influential to the modern zombie film? Right, I think it introduces the running ones, right? Well, see, would you would it take credit for that? Well, they were 
you know, running in this, but like City of the Walking Dead, like were they running? Or well, were they even zombies? They were more like mutants or something in that they're one. Not, I don't consider them zombies. Um, they did the whole thing with brains, right? No, this this establishes, I feel, the running, the aspect of the brains, and when they're talking to the one we referenced earlier with the spinal fluid, as you suggested. They speak to her. She gives them some secrets, like that they're in pain, they and they do it because the their, their bodies, they feel their bodies dying and rotting. Like, I it, can feel myself yeah. rot. It's a very, um, it's a very informative conversation. And to her. when she kills Scuzz, that's fucking awesome, dude. And she takes a chunk out of his head, and like it just spraying blood everywhere. Oh, there's good gore in this movie. That's why. I, how can people feel it's like a comedy? Yeah, it's comedic elements. Well, it's a horror comedy. They have funny stuff in it. Yeah, Apparently, it was originally written very straight, and they said, like, no, this is too much. Like, you're trying to make too much of a Night of the Living Dead sequel. So I guess maybe that's what the original drafts were. I can't even picture it straight. Like, take it with all the, the comedy taken out? There's so much personality taken out of it if it's straight. I can't picture it as a straight it pr- movie. I don't think it would have worked as well. This really, like, makes it a fun, like, Friday, Saturday night movie, right? Like, go huh. fucking get hammered. Go see this in the movie theater in 1985. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen to Die by the Sword in the car. <laughs> Dressed like suicide. When he's smoking, like, a fucking bamboo joint paper. <laughs> Cops don't give a fuck. Nah. There are none. <laughs> They're doing it with you. Die, die by the Sword. Did it, did it, did it. to that in the car. So, what do you... Th- <laughs> So you were saying before that the ending of this shocked you as a kid. Not that it shocked me, but it's jarring because the movie has a, you know, does. You thought they were going to get out of it. I said it is a horror movie, but it just has a comedic feel to it. And you really, they have you grow to know the characters so, so much that you think that maybe there is a chance of survival. And then, no, they're dead. Reminds <laughs> They're me just of the, gonna nuke him. Reminds me of the NES Jason. You and your friends are dead. Oh, that's my favorite Game shirt. Over. That's my favorite shirt that I own. Yeah, it's a fun shirt. <laughs> it's a fun shirt. You, you, so you, you would have rather at least somebody live through this. Would that would it would it have made the movie a little bit better? Just a little now, bit better. After, like I said, that was first viewing. Now watching the movie, it and, works for you, and feeling it maybe works. more of what. O'Bannon was trying to do what they were trying to do as a whole. I accept it now. When I first saw it, though, I was just like, "What?" It was, it was just weird to me. Yeah, but like, it's see, just interesting. See, I like that though because you don't expect it. They get you to really like the characters. You want them to pull through. And when in a movie do they literally like bomb a city? It's like, oh, only like thirteen city blocks destroyed or whatever. Like minimal casualties. Yeah, yeah they're like all they, they're yeah, all cheering. Yeah, they literally <laughs> they literally blew up, like, you know. But I'm saying the more I saw it, more I, I even saw the political humor aspect behind it, the, the quote unquote war machine aspect behind it, the how we're expendable, all that subtext into it. When you see more of that, and it's like, oh, okay, now I understand the ending more. But when you're just seeing it first and like you're watching it, you know, you just take it all in initially. Yeah, it's just like more of a horror with comedic parts it doesn't fit the tone but no definitely not when you f- see it again yeah you pick up the other shit <laughs> it works for you yes because I'm a smart man and I pick up that stuff so what were your favorite kills in this movie 
Was it the Linnea Quigley getting ripped apart by old men that you don't really see her die? But I think that's a cool kill because she she foreshadows it that that's how she'd hate to die. But to me, the best one is the first Tarman one of suicide. I think that's the best kill. Getting like the big chunk taken out it's of his disgusting. head. Disgusting. Yeah, you yeah. Feel the blood on the, the on noise, the, wet, the, the sound effects, all the blood on the wet floor, <laughs> on the wet concrete. I really kill. Yeah, I like that one too. Uh, I would say, I would say either that one or. Maybe um, I like the scuzz one also. I like the head bites. That's oh, which kill I like too. There's a shot when they, they do a long shot. It's, it's from the point of view of, of three people basically looking out of the um, funeral parlor door. It's a long shot of like extra paramedics or cops pulling up and they're like going to walk around to the ambulance and oh, you and see they the get, horde fucking yeah, they attack get someone. swarmed. Yeah, all in a wide shot. That's a very cool. That's yeah. That, that you want to consider that a kill? That's a that's yeah. A that's cool a, one too. And you know what? I like when they do like the the horde of them coming like out of the the um, the smoke. Yeah, when yeah. When Spider yeah. and uh-huh. uh, what's his name like get out, and then they're like, "Oh fuck, we can't go this way." Oh, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah, see yeah. the horde overtake the police. Yeah, yeah. Like that's another good thing. Like, wait, what's going on? And then yeah, swarm advance. Yeah, yeah. This I like that. Crazy. I like that they show it like you know, Dawn of the Dead, the the zombie plague is already spread. You don't see it like getting bigger. This one, you literally see how it would start. Like from no, this you know patient zero. This one you're from the perspective of almost being in the trench. Like you're right at you're right at ground zero with it. Like yeah, you're seeing that shit right in front of you. No, I agree. So. I, what do you think of the whole resurrection scene in this? See, I don't think it's I don't think it's bad. I know from I remember listening to this a while back. I'll reference it, but I listened to the commentary track for this and Dan O'Batten's commentary track on this, and he hated the sequence of the rising of the animation I hated it he said it like almost ruined the movie for him well just it was just the skeleton that he didn't like yeah but that ended up becoming like an iconic thing it's even on one of the covers like i don't think it's so terrible it's no it's you know it works for the movie it's the tone of the movie yeah it's you could see the wire though for the uh for the jaw but what can you do (laughs) you know you can't have it all but it does look really good when all they they have all the fucking zombie extras crawling out of the ground like the muddy ground and I like the whole idea that they burned this infected body and it went into the atmosphere, like into the rain clouds. And when it rained, it brought everything back. That's fucking awesome. That's such that's such a great explanation for a zombie plague. Mm-hmm. Probably my number one. Better than like a comet going overhead or anything. No, that man, is uh, the best. The writing is very clever in this movie. The character's... The little subtle shit he what's, does. What's the chemical called? Like trioxin two four two four five trioxin. It's trioxin something. I, I can tell you the numbers. It's but supposed it, to the kill name weed. Is trioxin. That's a good number. Weed killer. <laughs> it's a good number. It's, excuse me. Good name. Trioxin. <laughs> trioxin. Trioxin. Can't even say it. So how do you like the the VHS of this, Mike? We've watched the Blu-ray before. This VHS don't look bad. No, it adds to the movie, man. Definitely. No, I mean that I I actually see shit. Like, <laughs> It's not just like pitch black. This is an HBO thorny am I, you know, this, this is, release. This, this, this is a, a little look, bit. This is a good looking tape. Yeah, good transfer. Yeah. Um. So, Mike, wanna wanna give your final thoughts about this? You wanna say, you know, what you think? I feel it's. I'm very high on it. It's very strong in the era, and for the. 
genre, meaning, you know, the 80s and for zombie movies, it's up there for me in, in my top 10. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel it's better than Day of the Dead. No. But I'm more of a downer person. Yeah. So that's probably, yeah, yeah, that's probably, yeah. that's that's probably why. Part of your personality. Yeah, I'm more of a cynical person. So <laughs> if you're more of a happy-go-lucky guy, you'll probably like this one better. That's just, you know, people, but we're all different. Yeah, yeah. So you want to give your rating? I, I, this this movie is like a, a 4.75 out of, out of 5. Okay. 4.75. Yeah, 100%. so I really like the story of this. I like the characters. I like the casting. The acting's great, right? Everything I feel from the the writing the the storyline the acting the effects everything's everything's really top notch yeah it all works firing around on all cylinders the zombies look great zombies look good the not kill- not savini great no but, well it's different it's a different looking thing it's a different vibe but they look good yeah yeah so yeah i think this is definitely a must watch i i actually think i like this better after watching this a couple times for the for this episode you like it better than day yeah i think wow. so but it's a different movie it's like look a punk you. rock a, fucking a, zombie movie a, like a turncoat yeah you know i can't help it damn <laughs> i give this a five out of five of course <laughs> well you left me on the island to die you just blew up in kentucky whoa man as somebody once said shouldn't have buried me mike yeah i'm not dead dead. (laughs) resurrect you with fire yarn yeah yeah from the dog (laughs) named jason ironic yeah 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 name's jason so mike why don't we get to the uh the back of the box while i fumble around and try to read this and jumble the words yeah so let's see (laughs) fumble and jumble and fumble The story that begins where the classic horror movie Night of the Living Dead left off. I mean, technically, yes, I guess, right? That's a false premise. to me, like reading that, I think it was a direct sequel to that movie. You would think this was like Yeah, well. That's a piggyback. But they're correct in. That's a piggyback. They they were correct in in a way, though. It's a a half-truth. When Frank and Freddy, employees of the, oh, you need a medical supply company, uh, decide to check out the rumors. <laughs> oh, you know what it is? Dar- Darrow Chemical Company or Corporation made the, tr- the 245 Trioxin because the Dow Chemical Corporation or whatever made Agent Orange. And they, what is you need a meta cell? They, the and fuck that and is you need again. a medical supply is the... Um, the company that they work for. Okay, there we go. Sorry, we fucked that all up before, but at least we, uh, at least we, I oh. think we fucked it up before. Yeah, we did. Well, if we did, it was retracted and rectified. <laughs> yeah. Um, when Frank and Freddie employees of the Unita Medical Supply Company decide to check out the rumors surrounding the metal cylinders stored in the basement, cylinders reportedly containing the bodies of captured zombies. They have no idea of the horror awaiting them. Frank confidently slaps the side of the cylinder, and to both their horror, a putrid green vapor spurts out. And it's actually like yellow, and I believe they had to burn sulfur to get that. Yeah, it was sulfur. I remember that from the comic book. The men are overcome by the fumes. Inside the cases, bodies begin to stir. Their hunger for human brains is as urgent as ever. But this time, it's not a movie. This time, it's for real. The living dead start chanting for live brains, and they get them in one horror scene after another. That's a good one, except for that first line. But one thing I got to say is, you were saying how this movie was meta, right? We forgot to talk about that. He says, 
after they hit it in after they hit the initial yellow embalmed zombie you know the medical cadaver with the pickaxe in the head and it doesn't kill it he says it but it worked in the movie oh, that's right but the movie lied so see? the movie lied yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a line you know, it's funny, though, when you were just reading the back of the box and you think about the character of Frank, like all of this mayhem and destruction all could have been avoided if this idiot just didn't slap that canister. No, if he just kept like, his fucking mouth like, shut. Like, what a dope. Well, it's like or, funny. Or they could have just called the fucking number on the thing. No, we could have. If he just would have went down there and like sprayed the top of it and like showed him the thing. And then yeah, it always bothered me. He wipes. He wipes it with the whole roll. Oh, he wasted the paper. whole fucking roll. That means now, like, like I'm like OCD with cleaning shit. That would drive me nuts. Dude, nobody cleaned that basement in a long ass time. Look at that thing. I don't give a fuck though. It's like, yo, dude, you gotta take like two or three of those You're using the whole roll. Oh, and apparently the glass. Like, yo, the glass. You're not a the, lover of wood or trees. <laughs> the glass on the container cracked because of the effect being done. It wasn't planned, but it looked good, so they kept it. Pretty cool. See, happy accident. Um, so what do you say, dude? Do you want to get into next week's movie and spin the wheel? Oh, here you go. Send more paramedics. That's got a great voice. Um, yeah, you 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 could spin that that, that crooked wheel. This wheel straight as an arrow, yeah. just like Atlanta, like an Atlantic City uh, <laughs> casino. Let's yeah. an Atlantic City uh, <laughs> dealer named <laughs> Dallas named after a city. All right, let's. I play cards with somebody named after a city. <laughs> the Teen Wolf coach told me. Thank, thank you. <laughs> right. Let's let's hear our our buddy Jake the Snake. <laughs> I totally forgot about that yeah, line from a, Teen Wolf. It's a great line. All right, let's let's hit that. How loaded Jake was when he when they made this vignette. Dude, he was smoking crack probably. Oh, at this dude, point. he must have been like loaded as oh, He was drunk, definitely. Oh, dude, there's some shit going on with they, this. They fucking just spilled him into the chair. Yeah, <laughs> sit here and say the lines. Oh, idiot. they did the must stay, they just propped him up. Yeah, yeah, like a big marionette. All right, I'm gonna hit the <laughs> thing. But you see, the deal is, man, you gotta step up and spin that wheel. Once you spin it, where it stops, that's what you and I are gonna do. And what happens? Well, we both go in the ring. One man comes out. The other? <laughs> well, no. Okay, so Mike, it's time to spin the wheel and see what we start our Halloween season with this year. Our second annual Halloween season. Second Halloween season. With, yeah, well, with, with the wheel? Yeah, I think we, did we have the wheel then? I don't know if we did. I have to look back. I have been too crooked to have then. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that worked. I don't think you, I don't think there was a wheel. No, I think we were just picking movies at that point. I don't know. Oh, just like now. Yeah, just like now, but with a wheel with the, the premise, with the premise of a wheel. Yeah. Uh, so okay. let's let's spin this wheel. That's a hundred percent approved by the Atlantic City Commission of Gambling and. Horse racer. Oh, At least it's better than saying it by the Gambino crime family. Same thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so let's spin the wheel. Five, four, three, two, one. 
All right, Night of the Demons. See, man, this ain't rigged. It just so happened to pick wow. a, uh, a Halloween movie to start our October with. Wow, look at that. You know what? Even if it even if it was rigged, that's a that's a very solid choice. Solid choice. Let's hit the trailer. Yeah. You know, I've never made it to coffee. They wanted to party. And raise some hell. And they did. Oh, sweet mother. We're gonna get out of here. Night of the Demons. Where you going? The party's just begun. Yeah, so this is this is a favorite of mine. We actually did part two in the beginning of the podcast. Oh wow, this is this is superior to part two. This is by far this superior. Movie, this movie's sick. What's your favorite character? Stooge? Oh, another Linnea Quigley movie. You like her in that? I like her in it, but I think it's... Hey, do you guys have sour balls? <laughs> I really think to me it's Angela. Yeah, you like the yeah. the dance to Stigmata, right? I just... Just how, just how evil the whole character is, where the character becomes. It's really funny. It's, you like, have it's a, really over the top. You have uh, another... Like Trish type Trish? What the hell was her name? In this? In Return of the Living Dead? Trish. No, no. Tina? No. Oh no, Tina. 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 Me. You got another Tina character in that, right? Like somebody that doesn't really belong there. Yeah, they just want a little taste. <sighs> want, want a taste of that bad life? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're in there. They don't live it. They don't want to live it. They just want to taste it. Um, that shit. The Asian woman from Sleepaway Camp 3, I think it is, right? I couldn't tell you. I haven't seen three in a long time. The one that was like wearing the fucking leather jacket and shit. That one, (laughs) one of the campers. Yeah. (laughs) That one has some pretty good kills too. That's a big video store one. People love that movie. Well, do you blame them? Halloween film, right? Takes place on Halloween. I ain't hate. That intro credit scene is fucking awesome. That animation. (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking sick. No, I'm a, fairly certain somebody like pretty famous did that. Like they went on to do like something pretty popular. I, I don't know. I guess we'll find out next week. <laughs> it's always fun too to watch a horror movie that takes place on Halloween that isn't Halloween. Yeah. The franchise Halloween. They're out there. They are out there, but they get, I don't want to say lost in the shuffle, but it's sometimes it's hard to pull it off. Trick or treat. Not trick, not the new one, the which, old which, one, the Sammy Carr one. Well, yeah. That just may be on the wheel. Yeah, we need that on the. We need some Gene Simmons on in our life. I think, like Gene. That may end up being 
one of our October wheel choices. Wow, that what, a, just what, a, may what a wild have, coincidence. That just, may have, October. that just may have a guest lined up for. Wow, I hope I hope it's Gene. <laughs> no, I wish. Oh, I wish it was Gene. We great. could bury him in a kiss casket in the backyard. <laughs> 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 no, I just thought it, I just thought it like, that'd be great. What a, what a, what a character. What other, uh, <laughs> so, so since we're almost, well, it's going to be October. Next episode will be October, right? Yes. What, what, uh, you looking forward to trying to go to some haunted houses this year? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. I really want to be Ben Tramer. I really need to get that mask. Trick or Treat Studios, Ben Tramer mask. I need to buy it. Walk around <laughs> drunk, right? Because I really want to do the, I really want to do the costume the funny way when you have obviously the coveralls and the mask, but you have the bag. Like yeah. the trick or treat bag yeah, full of candy. Yeah, the trick or treat candy bag. I think it's a pumpkin, like a plastic pumpkin. You know what's funny, hey. dude? No, it's funny. Trick, <laughs> trick or treat studios put out the, the bed sheet with the glasses. <laughs> dude, we were talking about that costume for how long know, before that ever yeah, came? That we I always know. thought that was the funniest costume to have the full. Yeah, that's funny as fuck. You have to have the full Michael Myers costume on. Underneath the yeah. bed sheet with the glasses, like the ghost outfit. No, because you can really fuck with people because people may think, oh, this idiot's just being a ghost with the glasses on. And then, like, you take the sheet off, you're in, like, full Michael Myers yeah. attire. No, they would think you're, you're being, what's his name? From, awesome. What's his name? John from Beetlejuice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best idea. And I think to do the Jason properly, you need the skin hood. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of good skin Hilarious. hoods out there. Who, who makes a good one again? I forgot what the name was. Dark, was, there was one like Dark Studios. There was one like Devil's Latex. I don't know if they still do it, but one that was really good. This this makes me laugh. There's a guy skin on Inst- there's a guy on Instagram. Whopper Horror has a couple of those good uh, Jason skin hoods with the masks. I think I sent you those. Yeah, I'd buy the Roy one. I just think Roy's wearing a skin hood. Speaking of Roy, that's what I wanted to get into. I think it's funny to where did he get his skin hood? I don't know. It's awesome. Tommy Jarvis. I don't know. He does a great. Did job, he raid though. the Park Four House? I don't know, but. And do you think do you think Roy on design picked like the the blue chevrons and he decided to have a coveralls instead blue of blue ca- coveralls? What the? It's interesting. Roy's Roy's a very underdeveloped character. I feel for yeah. such a big role he plays. You know it. Always, I'm a big I'm a big Friday Five guy. It always can, confused me at the end when like as a kid <laughs> when I I used to oh. watch that one whenever it was on like USA or whatever. And whenever you would see Roy at the end with like the mask off, I was always like, "Wait, but who's that guy?" Yeah, like who the fuck is this? It doesn't even look like him. It no. doesn't look like the same character. Yeah, it's like, who is that? And he just—it's just because just he snapped. I like that he hasn't seen his son in years, but he—he's working close enough that he responds to the paramedic call. And he has a recent photograph of him in his yeah, wallet. Joey. Recent of Joey, not like a baby picture. As like one of him, like well, the day that's he died how you're picture. gonna be. <laughs> just forget it, Vic. Just forget it. Just axes him in the back. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Just fucking. Oh, dude, just leave the I, fucking guy alone. I, take the hint. And I like when they show him in the back of the cop car. He's all like sad looking, like just like. Yeah, he's like, fuck, dude. I'm going to jail now for this idiot. Yeah. Because like, yeah. like, he just comes to the realization, like, look what I fucking did. Yeah, but you know what? He was, just forget it, Vic. He's, he's going to get killed anyway. How about that cover of what, what did I what did I say it was like the Korean one or something? A part five where you see the guy with the fucking uh, with the leather strap around his eyes. Yeah, what a, a cover. cover. Jesus a Christ. Cover. Some of those foreign covers are brutal, man. Yeah, man. Right? The Bay of Blood one. Right? Isn't there a good Bay of Blood one, I think, also? Those foreign covers are funny as fuck. Uh, they're, just, they're so elaborate. And they really highlight like the gore. Yeah. It's yeah. really funny. Dude, there's straight nudity on them. Like they don't they don't 
it's porn. Like yeah. a, it's awesome. So, Mike, where can they find you on the intranets? You can find me on the interweb matrix thing, Instagram, at M-G-I-G-L-I-0. That's at M-G-I-G-L-I-0. You can also find Mike on Twitter at Bad Taste VHS. Follow us, please. Yeah, We're tw- trying. Yeah, Twitter's fun. Twitter, I don't know Twitter. No, Twitter's a fun thing. I just look at things sometimes on Twitter when, like, Antonio Brown gets cut from the Patriots. Even though I don't really watch football, I just enjoy seeing things like that. It's it's topical. I like seeing rich people be sad. Well, he may not be. You don't know how sad he is. Nah, he's fucked. Fuck him. Another asshole. True. And you could find me at Bad Taste Video on Instagram. You could see where I post all my tapes and all other things related to the podcast. You could comment on what you know how you think we're doing. Suggest something. Suggest a movie. You we're should. Always... You should rate and review on iTunes the, yeah. the podcast. You yes, please. Five stars. Give us a, give us a good review. We want to hear what you think. It takes like thirty seconds. We're here for you. We don't make money off of this. No, it takes like <laughs> it, it takes like thirty seconds. You should do that. Just be, hit that five star cool button. Subscribe that. to us. Five star, five star. We're very consistent. <laughs> we promise. Our thing is always out on time. Yeah, I also sound very dopey, so it's fun. So you should you should No, we sound like star. we sound like the cast of Maniac. <laughs> <laughs> like we're, we're doing a podcast You're listening to it in the fucking 42nd oh, like Street we're, Station We're in the hotel lobby Where he checks in Yeah, 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 yeah You're in the New Yorker in 1982 yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Awesome, that'd be great Walking down the street, right? Gonna go see Make Them Die Slowly At fucking 2 in the morning Yeah, dead Kennedy shirt Yeah, yeah, get a fucking dirty water dog on the way down Right. Yeah, for seventy-five cents. Yeah, see Jason kick somebody's fucking boombox over. <laughs> Sick. All right. Yeah. So uh, like yeah, dead meat slime ball. <laughs> hey man, it's cool. Yeah. yeah so we'll see you next week with Night of the Demons. I remembered. <laughs> I got that. See you later. Bye. Let's
Thank you.